Bismillahirrahmanirrahim. Elhamdülillahi Rabbil Alemin. Elhamdülillah. Elhamdülillahi lezî enzele ala abdihil kitâbe ve lem yec'al lehu evvece. Elhamdülillah. Elhamdülillahi lezî yenfidül bahr qabla en yenfid kelimâtehu ve lev cidne bi mislil bahri medede. Elhamdülillah. Elhamdülillahi lezî lâ nuşrik bi ibâdetihi ebede. Elhamdülillah, elhamdülillahi lezî lâ nuhsî thenâ'ehu ebedâ. Elhamdülillah, elhamdülillahi lezî ba'athe lana rasûlehu beşîran ve nezîrâ ve hâdiyen lâ nurîdu gayri l-habîbil Mustafa sallallâhu aleyhi ve selleme bedelâ. Ve neşhedu an lâ ilâhe illallâh ilâhen ahadan vâhidâ. Ve eşhedu enne Muhammeden abduhu ve rasûluhu ve faqduke ya Muhammedâ. رب اشرح لي صدري ويسر لي أمري واحلل عقدة من لساني يفقه قولي فإن أذلق الحديث كتاب الله عز وجل وخير الهدي هدي رسوله صلى الله عليه وسلم يا أيها الذين آمنوا يقول الله عز وجل بعد أن أعوذ بالله من الشيطان الرجيم زيل للناس حب الشهوات من النساء والقناطير والبنين والقناطير المقنطرة من الذهب والفضة والخيل المسومة والأنعام والحرث ذلك متاع الحياة الدنيا والله عنده حسن مآب صدق الله العظيم All praise is due to God whose grace is continuously received All praise is due to God of whom true praise cannot possibly be achieved the one whose light leaves all distress relieved. The one whose comfort renders grief bereaved. The one whose love leaves us eternally reprieved. And all peace and blessings upon the messenger upon whom, we, uh, upon whom be peace, in whom we have always believed, whose example allows true guidance received. Last time we were together, I made a disclaimer about uh, being emotional. Uh, I will do my best uh, not to become even more emotional today because if I was passionate last time, I'm really passionate today uh, about this topic. And it comes from my heart because there is risk of destruction to the lives of young people and old people alike by Satan. And this destruction is serious. And so I want all of us to be careful. We talked about, I quoted Surah Nisa, uh, Surah Ali, Ali Amran, the third chapter of the Quran, verse number 14. That the love of passion, of desire, has been made to, fear, to seem fair for the people. And among them, number one is women. Nisa. Walbaneen and children. Walqanatir al-muqantarati min al-zahabi wal-fidda. And hoarded heaps of gold and silver. Walkhayl al-musawamati. And horses of mark. Walanami wal-harf. And cattle and tillage. 
Those are the enjoyments of the life of this world. Wallahu عنده حسن مآب And with God, with Him is the beautiful return. Number one, among the hubb shahawat the love of passion, is nisa, women. Edna. Allah Azza knows the human being and his nature. Which is why this, this, this desire is natural. It's natural. There are some people that make us feel that this desire is something wrong. There's something wrong with me to have this desire. That's not true. The, the desire comes from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. From a purely biological perspective, it's how the, it's how the perpetuation of the human race occurs. Allah put this desire in us. It's like hunger and thirst and need for shelter. Okay? But, just like when I'm thirsty, I have two choices in front of me. I can drink sparkling water to quench my thirst, or I can drink sparkling wine to quench my thirst. The choice is mine. And I am held accountable to the choice I make. Do I quench my thirst with what Allah has permitted? Or do I quench my thirst with what Allah has not permitted? And this thirst, this, this, this desire that we have in human beings, far too often among people in general, and sadly among the Muslim community, is quenched by pornography. Far too often. And I'm here to tell you, it is so dangerous. It is so destructive. I left it in my car. The stack of research that I did when I researched this khutbah, this sermon, about the danger and the harms of pornography, wallahi, in small print, is that thick. Study upon study upon study upon study. And we're going to go through kind of a biology lesson today. Right? A little bit of a... We're going to begin with the, with the secular and then end with the sacred. Study after study after study shows the danger of this thing. How dangerous it is. How it, how it, how it negatively affects people and their psyche. And even, wallahi, wallahi, I, I swear by Allah, I swear by God, even the structure of the brain, that they've done research and they've done imaging of brain, and they found loss of gray matter. Gray matter is brain cells. Loss of gray matter. Why? Because we have this desire in us, and this is where these people who, who produce it, are wanting you to quench it with. When I was growing up, much more difficult to get. You know, there was video, uh, many, many of you here don't even know what I'm talking about. Video cassettes, VHS. You, you would have to go to a bookstore or a newsstand in the airport and stand in front of people and open up the bad magazine in front of people if you want to consume that. Or buy it in front of someone. Now, now it's downloadable. Now we have 
private browsing tabs. Now it's in our pocket. Now it's accessible like it never was before. I did research about the number one visited site. Number 13 in the world, as far as traffic, is pornography. And I have read statistics that sometimes 60% of online traffic is, is, is this. That many people at work are wasting their time with this. Is it so harmful? Because what it, and so let's, let's go into the biology of addiction. Because there's addiction to substances like alcohol and tobacco and marijuana and drugs. There is. There's also addiction to this. So let me, let, let's go over the, the biology of addiction. In the brain, there is a reward circuit. There is a circuit of cells connected together that, is re, that deals with reward. What is reward? You feel good about whatever it is. So I've trained for a long distance race a long time ago. Wallahi, after a long distance run, I felt a buzz. Like I felt good. My, my body hurt, but I felt amazing. That was in the brain. When I enjoy, uh, uh, people who know me love, know I love custard. When I have a nice custard and a cone and it's creamy and I'm, oh, thinking about it, I get excited. That's in the reward circuit. Or seeing friends and family. Or being with my kids or enjoy, whatever it is. There's that reward circuit. It's, a, it's, it's dopamine in the brain. Okay? This when we, when we consume this pornography, it's the same reward circuit. Because it's innate in us that that's what we want. We want food and shelter and intimacy. That is built inside. But this stimulus is unlike anything else. The brain was not designed for this. So what happens after repeat, when you get the first stimulus, it's like, wow, the circuit is overwhelmed. And I was like, wow, I felt good. I want more. And so you come again. And then what happens is with repeated dopamine surges in the brain, it's just like tobacco. It's just like smoking. Repeated dopamine surges in the brain, the brain's chemistry changes. The, the circuit becomes hardwired. That's called sensitization. It becomes hardwired. And there's a chemical that's deposited called delta Fos B that then hype, that makes it now anything associated with it. When you're alone, you close the door of your bedroom. It's, it's dark. You open a computer. You open a browser. You get excited. Why? Because that, that circuit is sensitized. Then, after repeated exposures, the brain chemistry... It's like, whoa, whoa, what's going on here? Again and again and again. So what happens is the receptors for dopamine get what we call down-regulated. They go down. Now there's less receptors for the dopamine. So you get less of an effect. This is why people don't start off with one cigarette. They go from 1 to 5 to 10 to 20 to 30 to 40 to 60 in a day. Because the repeated drag on the cigarette, cigarette smoke, cigarettes, 
are one of the most effective ways to get nicotine to the into the bloodstream and it's one of the most effective ways to go straight to the dopamine circuit but after a while it's not as good so you need more you need more cigarettes it's the same with alcohol it's the same with cocaine with heroin you name it prescription drugs you name it it's the same thing it's the same circuit and then so it's sensitization then desensitization then there's something called hypofront hypofrontality the prefrontal cortex in our brain is like the whoa slow down stop this is this is wrong i'm wasting time i've just missed salah i'm late to work i i can't function we have to stop this but with repeated stimulation repeated again and again the prefrontal cortex becomes weak and then you lose impulse control and then they've done the studies that brain matter gray matter is less that to me is frightening terribly frightening these people who who, who can who consume uh, who uh, produce this uh, content know what they're doing Shaitan knows what he's doing. If you are married now, this is potential to destroy your marriage. If you want to get married in the future, this could potentially destroy their marriage that hasn't even happened. Because not only does, does it does it with all what we're talking about with addiction, but it conditions your response to what you're looking at the screen. But what you're looking at the screen. My brothers and my sisters, it's fake. Fake. 100% fake. Not real. So when you're, but, but that's what you're used to. It's like the classic experiment with Pavlov and his dogs. When he would ring a bell, the dogs would salivate. Why? Because he conditioned them. Every time the bell rang, you get food. Every time the bell rings, you get food. So now he rings the bell, the dogs start salivating. Not only that, when they see him walk in the room, they start salivating because they go, oh, Dr. Pavlov is coming. He's going to ring the bell and give us food. It's the same kind of thing. You're conditioned. That's your only way that you can get uh, this uh, to, to, to get excited. Then when reality hits, you can't. That's not what you're used to. It's so destructive. It's so destructive. It's so scary, and it is widely consumed, and sadly, a lot of people in the Muslim community as well, which is why it's important to talk about it. I'm trying not to be too uh, explicit here, but it's super important. And the pulpit of the messenger, peace be upon him, upon whom be peace, is where, is where we send out to help us live our lives in this, this, this day and age. This day and age is not like any other. The, av the availability and the ability to get it is unlike any other time. We have to be vigilant and careful. We talked about the deadly long game of shaitan last time we were together. Bro and sisters, what is more deadly than this? That's the, sec that's the, se that's the secular. I'm telling you, the, the, thicker, the stack of research is that thick.
That's the secular. Now let's go to the sacred. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, what does he say? Tell oh messenger upon you be peace. Tell them, tell the believing men, he starts with men first. No word is random in the Quran. The order is not random, my sisters and my brothers in the Quran. Tell the believing men to lower their gaze from among their gaze and guard their chastity. That is pure for them. And listen to this. And, and God surely knows what they're building. Somewhere else Allah says in the Quran, Wallahu ya'lamu kha'inatul ayun wama sujur. God knows the betrayal of the eyes and what they hide. He knows what he what, what 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 we do. It doesn't say walk in the street with your eyes down so that you bump into people walk in front of you. No, yaghuddu min absarihim, lower from among their gaze. My brothers and my sisters, watching zina, horrific zina, on a screen. If that's not lowering your gaze, I don't know what is. I don't know what is. It's pure for them. And God knows what they're doing. When Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, you know, when I was in college, I, among devout Christians, I went to a Catholic school. My roommate or my doormate, alhamdulillah, I was in a, a, a single door. My doormate was with a, a, a woman in his room. Allahu alam what they, what they did. He came out to me later or whatever. He told me, the Bible says thou shalt not commit adultery. I didn't commit adultery. Uh, with, a, with, a, with, a, with a straight face. I'm like, oh. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, the word of God says, وَلَا تَقْرَبُ zina." Don't go near fornication or adultery. It is fahisha. It is an abomination. In an evil way. My sisters and my brothers. My brothers and my sisters. If this is not going towards zina, what is? Some people may say, well, it's not zina. I'm protecting myself from zina. That's like saying, I'm thirsty, and I'm going to drink arsenic, but it's not cyanide. That's what you're saying. If this is not going towards Zina, what is? Sa'a Sabina, an evil path. You know, People love to preach about how popular culture and media and film and songs and TV and everything like that and streaming and entertainment companies and this and that and they love how they're shoving down uh, lifestyles down our throat and we love it and we ask and we consume it, right? And we quote uh, stories of various prophets. We love that. Yeah, bring more. 
Well what, well, well, what I don't hear a lot of is the cousin of that prophet that we all know we're talking about. I'm talking about Yusuf السلام, And she sought to seduce the one who was in her home. And she closed the doors. Meaning she closed and locked and locked and locked the doors. Let's go, man. What did he do? I seek refuge in God. There's two ways to interpret that. One, your husband, my Lord, was good to me. I'm not going to cheat on his I'm not going to cheat with his wife. The other is, my, my more favorite is, إِنَّهُ Rabbi, My Lord, my God, my Creator has been good to me. And I can't repay that goodness from Allah by committing zina with you. وَلَقَدْ هَمَّتْ بِهِ وَهَمَّ بِهَا لَوْلَا She desired him and he would have desired her had he not seen the proof of his Lord. كَذَلِكَ لِنُصْرِفَ عَنْهُ السُّوءَ وَالْفَحْشَاءَ إِنَّهُ لَا يُفْلِحُ إِنَّهُ إِنَّكَ ذَلِكَ النَّجْدِ الْمُحْسِنِينَ That we pushed this away from him because he saw the proof of his Lord. Now what, now what happened? Did he just sit there? No. وَاسْتَبَقَ الْبَابِ He ran away. وَقُدَّتْ قَمِيسُهُ مِنْ دُبُرِ And she pulled his shirt and ripped it from behind. وَأَلْفَ يَا سَيِّدَهَ لَدَ الْبَابِ And they found her husband came home. And then what happened? She cried right. قَالَتْ مَا جَزَاءُ مَنْ أَرَادَ بِأَهْلِكَ سُوءًا إِلَّا أَنْ يُسْجَنَ أَوْ عَذَابٌ أَلِيمٌ What is the punishment for the one who wants evil with your family except that he's jailed or a strict punishment? She called rape. She called rape, guys. He was running away. Then we know the rest of it. We don't have time to go through the whole story. Maybe later we'll go into more detail. Then when all the women... When she heard the, the gossip and she brought the women to her, her house and they saw him and they cut their hands, they're all like, come on, Yusuf, not a big deal. Come on, man. What did he say? Jail is better for me than what they're asking me to do. And if you don't get them, get this away from me, I'm going to fall. And I'm going to be ignorant. No one talks about that. They've been shoving Zina down our throat for decades upon decades. In movie, TV, music. No one pays attention to the, to the lyrics. Guys and gals, brothers and sisters, they write the lyrics for, for a reason. I'm like, oh, I love the beat. Yeah, it's awesome. You know, when you do a head like this, I love the beat. The lyrics are, are poison, and they, they, they make a point to write the lyrics. No one pays attention to the lyrics. The lyrics are going to your heart. Everyone's worried about what we eat. I don't want to get fat. I want to be nice and, and, and trim and whatever. No one cares about what's coming into our, our, our ears and our eyes. That goes straight to our hearts and corrupts it and makes it dead. And a dead heart is a dead man walking. They've been shoving zina down our throat. We're like, no worries. Bring it up. Bring it on. 
is so dangerous. We have to be careful. And many people are struggling with this. Struggling. Now, like I said last time, it's not hopeless. Alhamdulillah, wa salatu wa salam wa rasulillah wa ala alihi wa sahbihi wa ala ba'd. First of all, first I want to say something. When we make a mistake, shaitan is laughing. And then shaitan will so I see it so many times. He'll then make you think that you are your sin. Oh, you're zany. Oh, you're an alcoholic. Oh, you, you just, you're horrific. You'll never, Allah will never forgive you. Let, listen to me closely. You are not defined by your sin. No one is defined by their sin. Omar radiallahu anhu, the one of the greatest, if not the greatest statesman human history has ever seen. No one thought he would be Muslim. To the point that someone said, Wallahi, the donkey of his dad will say the shahada before Umar will say the shahada. La Himar al Khattab, Yantik Bishahada Kabla Umar. The donkey of his dad will say La ilaha illallah before Umar will. And on the day he converted, that's, that's a whole in itself. On the day he converted, he had the sword around his neck to murder our messenger, peace be upon him. The same day. And that day, Allah transformed him to the greatest, one of the greatest believers and one of the greatest statesmen human history has ever seen. You are not defined by your sin. None of us is defined by his sin. You are not an evil and horrible person. This desire is natural, just like thirst, just like hunger. But like I said, I can choose to eat a bacon-wrapped double cheeseburger or I can eat, or I can choose to have a halal meal. The choice is mine. How I quench my thirst, how I quench my hunger, how I fulfill my, de my desire. Listen to that and internalize that in your heart. Number one. Number two, first thing I ask someone who's smoking, I'm a lung specialist. First thing I ask them, do you want to quit smoking? If they tell me, not really, doc. Conversation ends there. Because if you don't want to stop, nothing's going to stop. So you have to ask yourself, do you want to stop? Sincerely, when no one's looking, sincerely, do you want to stop? And if the answer is yes, then you ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. You know, we talk about Allahu Akbar. And some savages cry Allahu Akbar when they're committing murder and mayhem. It is a battle cry. It's the battle cry of the battle between me and my nafs. Because when I say, Allahu Akbar, God is greater than everything and anything. And if I am struggling with this problem or any other problem or any addiction, God is bigger than that. Allahu Akbar. you got to reach out to Allah and sincerely, I need help. You need to help me, Allah. He will help you. Allahu Akbar. God is bigger. 
Wallahu Akbar, God is bigger than any sin. Than any sin we commit. We talked about that last time. No matter what we've done, it's not bigger than the mercy of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. That is our battle cry, Allahu Akbar. It's Allah khutbah. Nothing is mightier than God. Not even an addiction to pornography. Internalize that. Let me say again. You and me, we are not defined by our sin. Don't ever let shaitan make you think that. Make him kick you while you're down. Ignore it. And then reach out to Al-Akbar, the greatest. I ask Allah Azza wa Jal, Lord our God, we cannot do this alone. When we reach out to you, reach out back to us, Ya Allah. Lord our God, open our arms to us in soothing, loving mercy. Lord our God, even though we show you ugliness of sin, please return our ugliness with the beauty of your mercy. Lord our God, give us the strength to rise above the weaknesses we have as human beings to be the best believers possible. Lord our God, keep us safe in the battle of this dunya and enter us into the highest of paradises with your messenger under your throne, Al-Firdaus Al-Ara. Rabbana atina fi dunya hasana wa fi al-akhirati hasana wa khina adab al-nar ربنا لا تزغ قلوبنا بعد إذ هديتنا وهب لنا من لدنك رحمة إنك أنت الوهاب اللهم اغفر لنا ذنوبنا وكفر عنا سيئاتنا وتوفنا مع الأبرار اللهم أجلنا من النار يا عزيز يا غفار اللهم ادخلنا الفردوس الأعلى واحشرنا مع النبيين والصديقين والشهداء والصالحين وحسن ولائك رفيقا عباد الله إن الله يأمر بالعدل والإحسان وإتاء ذو القربة وينهى عن الفحشاء والمنكر والبغي يعذكم لعلكم تذكرون اذكروا الله يذكركم واشكروه يزدكم واستغفروه يغفر لكم واقم الصلاه